The following content is from Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, a gospel-driven high-adventure camp in western North Carolina. Go to swoutfitters.com to learn more about our camps and conferences. Enjoy the message. All right, guys. So, today we're going to be talking about how to study the Bible. Awesome. So, yeah, studying the Bible is one of those things, like, as Christians, like, we all know that we need to be doing, right? But also so many of us just don't do it. Or, like, we fail to do it, or we make excuses like, man, I don't have enough time, or it's too complicated. Um, and so what we want to talk about today is just kind of like, how can we avoid some of those excuses or kind of break down some of that stuff? And then practically, really simply, like, how can we study God's word in order to know more about God, what he would have for our lives, and so how we can look more like Jesus? So we're going to do all of that in like 20 minutes. Uh, but yeah, so... One of the things that I see a lot at Snowbird is people come here for a weekend like this and they kind of sit where you guys are sitting and they say, man, like I'm getting really convicted. Like I really want to study the Bible. Uh, I really want to start praying. I really want to start doing all this stuff. And they like, they come down to share group and they're like, yeah, I got this plan. Okay. Like I'm going to start reading the Bible like two, like, like three hours every day. And I'm going to pray like another five hours and I'm going to fast for like a year and it's going to be awesome. And it's like be super spiritual and like be super Christians. And you know, we're like, okay, like We'll see how that goes for you, man. And they come back like a year later, six months later, and you say, all right, how did that go for you? You know, how'd you do? And it'll go something like, ah, oh, man, we, uh, you know, we got back from camp, and I was really tired. And so I said, man, I, I probably don't have to do the three hours today. I'll just start with, like, one chapter. So, like, man, I read the first chapter of Matthew. That was great. Yeah. I say, okay, cool. What happened after that? He's like, oh, no, that's the last time I read the Bible. You know, and, like, that happens all the time because, like, we make these, these big ideas and then we just can't follow through on them. So I just want you guys to go ahead and know that, like, the point of everything that we're doing here at Snowbird and this weekend is not that you go home and be, like, super Christians for 15 minutes, but that you go home and you start, like, day by day, little by little, step by step, like, becoming more and more like Jesus. So it's not, man, I did, like, really, really good at this one point in my life, but, like, man, 20 years from now, like, you're looking more like Jesus than you did today. You know, you're taking those little steps along that path. Like, that's the point of all of this. And so, reading and studying the Bible is a big way we get towards that. So if you look at 2 Corinthians 3.18, it says, And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So what it's saying there is, like, you know, the more we look at God, the more we look at Jesus, the more we look like him. You know, the more we act like him, the more we seem like him. So what we're doing is when we look at the Bible is we're saying, man, we want to find Jesus in the Bible. We want to see his face in it, look at Jesus, study about Jesus, and then in turn, we'll look more like him and we'll live more like him. It's the same thing, Psalm 119. The whole psalm is awesome. It's really, really long, but it's also all about the Bible. And it says, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. So it's the same thing. Like we're looking to the Bible to behold these wonderful, amazing things about God and who he is so that it changes us. And, like, that's our motivation in studying Scripture. Like, that's why we do it. It's not so that we get our heads full of, like, all these facts and everything like that, but so that it changes us and it makes us more like Jesus. So if you're sitting here and you're saying, man, like, I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be a stronger Christian. I want to be a more confident, outspoken Christian. You open the Bible. You read of God and his promises for you and your life. Like, that's how you do it. That's how you get that growth. And if there's something I want you guys to come away from this breakout with, is that this is really, really easy for you to do, honestly. Like right now, almost everybody in here 
is sitting with a Bible on their lap. And if you don't have it in your lap, it's in your backpack. Or if it's not in your backpack, you have it on your phone. And man, like, that Bible that you have on your lap, like, it's in English that you can read, which is crazy. Like, it's in the language that you grew up speaking. That has not been the reality for most of the church throughout history. You have more access to the Bible right now than the vast majority of Christians have. But, you know, we, we ignore it so, so much. I mean, just think about it. Like, that Bible that's sitting right there, like, that is the result of hundreds of people working for hundreds of years to create a translation of scripture in a language that you can read that accurately transmits the word of God as it's been passed down for thousands of years from different writers on three different continents and three different languages. It's a miracle that the Bible exists. There is no other book like it. You can look for something that's like the Bible, you won't find it. It is incredible that we have this. And man, I was, I was thinking about this, you know, and getting ready to teach this breakout like, so I got the opportunity about a year ago to go down to Colombia and preach at this missionary conference down there, down in South America. And what I came with so strongly was just how much more these guys, it felt like they valued the word of God than I did. Because, you know, like I have a Bible and I kind of like throw it around, throw it in my backpack, throw it in the back of the car. But like they have their Bibles and they're like sitting in this case and like they bring it out and they're being very careful with the pages because they don't want to rip anything. Because for a lot of these guys, man, they're living out in the jungles doing work, and it's so hard for them to get a copy of God's Word, and they know how valuable it is. I mean, like, these guys are sitting around telling stories of, like, dodging drug runners and rogue armies out in the jungles, like, trying to deliver Bibles to people way out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm sitting there, like, I was feeling like, oh, yeah, these guys are, like, the varsity Christians, and I'm sitting here in, like, the peewee leagues just, like, being like, oh, really? Like, that's what that's like? And, man, it was so crazy. There was this one dude. Uh, he was like 60 years old. His name was Helmet. And he had been doing this for a long time. So he was a native Colombian. And the way Colombia works is it's like you have the cities and the towns, which the culture there is really similar to America. And then you have this whole other half of the country that's like jungles and mountains and stuff like that that's super different and isolated and tribal. So this dude grew up in one of the cities in Colombia, and he became a Christian. He said, Listen, man, I have a burden to go to the people of my own country who don't have the gospel, who are isolated, and want to bring them the gospel, and want to bring them Bibles, let them learn about Jesus. And so he'd been doing this for a long, long time and was just absolutely awesome. He was telling me this one story about back when uh, Columbia was going through a civil war, and there was this one village that he, like, knew they had Christians, but they didn't have any Bibles. He's like, man, I'm going to bring them Bibles. That's what I'm going to do. So he filled up his backpack, and the problem was is that village, the only way to get there was by this river. There was no roads or anything like that. And he couldn't just take a boat because the river was basically controlled by, like, the bad guys, the other army. Um, and if they found anybody on it, they'd, like, take their boat, take their stuff, and maybe even kill them. Like, they were bad dudes. Um, but he figured out that one of the boats that was going up the stream that was owned by these guys, like, he could stow away on it. So he goes one night, and he sneaks in on this boat full of all these soldiers, and he gets in this little compartment in the front with his backpack, and he's, like, crouched down like this. And he just chills out like that with no food or water for three days riding in this boat, hearing these dudes with guns, like, walk around outside. They're like, if they hurt him in there, shoot him on sight. And he does it because he knew how valuable it was for Christians to have a copy of God's word. I mean, story after story of what these guys were doing. And so compared to that, all of that work, for you to go and to open up the Bible and to read it is really, really very easy. Um, and so that's my prayer for myself. I pray for you guys that we would have that same strong desire for God's word. And so what we're going to do right now 
is if you guys are like taking notes or doing anything like that, I highly encourage you to pull them out and do it because we're going to get really, really practical and just talk about how you guys can start this practice of studying the Bible every single day in your life. We want to lay out something that's really, really simple so that you can say, okay, I can do this not for the next week, not for the next month, but for the rest of my life. Like this is something I can do. Yeah, so what we want to start with, and this is like point number one, read all of the Bible all of the time. So what we mean by that is like there shouldn't be any part of the Bible that you're neglecting. You should be reading all of the Bible all the time. And so kind of like the advice that we have for doing that is to get into one of these like year-long Bible reading plans. You know, you guys have probably seen these before. They're all over the place. Uh, if you go and download a Bible app, pretty much every single one of them has one that's loaded on. And it just takes you through the whole Bible in a year, which is awesome. And so it's like if you're sitting there and thinking like, man, I don't know, like the Bible's a big book. Like, it's a big book right here. Like, I don't know if I can read that in a year. Like, so we did some stats. And for you to read the Bible out loud, which is like one of the slowest ways to read, it takes 71 hours to read through the whole Bible, which is a lot. But if you break that down day by day, that's 12 minutes a day. So every single one of us, you know, we have 12 minutes that we could carve out in the day to read the Bible. That's like skipping out on like one Vine compilation on YouTube and like you're there, all right? So yeah, we want to be reading all the Bible all the time because the point is the Bible like is a book. You know, it's God's word, but it's also a book that was written like other books. So it has a beginning, middle, and end, and you want to read it in that way because if you don't, if you're just kind of jumping into random parts in the middle, you can miss, like, the big story that's going on, the big picture of the whole Bible. And so it's like, I got a brother named Caleb, and he would do this with movies all the time. So he'd be, like, staying home from school one day, and I'd come back and I'd say, oh, Caleb, what'd you do today? And he'd say, oh, you know, like, I watched this movie and this movie and this movie and this movie. And, like, he had listed, like, seven movies. It's like, man, how did you watch seven movies? I was gone for, like, six hours. And so what he would do is he would plug him in, and he would just, like, fast forward to where he saw people, like, holding guns or explosions or something like that, and he'd watch that part, and then as soon as people started talking, he would just, like, skip through that and get to the next part. And so, you know, like, he'd, like, seen the highlight reel of all these movies, but he couldn't really tell you what any of them were about. I think a lot of us study the Bible in this way, you know? Like, we kind of jump around to random verses, and maybe we got the highlights, but, like, we couldn't say, what is the whole story? You know, what does it look like? What what is God trying to communicate through the whole Bible? You can give some vague idea of, oh, it's about Jesus, it's about love, you know, I read some stuff about that, but no, if like we're reading the whole Bible through, reading books from beginning to the middle to the end, you guys can get that whole story and you can start to see that. So yeah, just read all the Bible all the time. Super easy. That's 12 minutes right there. The next thing you want to do, point two, is read one book really slowly. So, you know, we're reading the Bible all the way through all the time, check, but then you're also going to, like, really dig down and study one book of the Bible at a time. And so if you guys haven't ever done this before, I encourage you to start with, like, one of, the, like, the little books in the back of the New Testament. These are Paul's letters. They're all the Ians, you know, like Corinthians, Galatians, all that stuff. I actually just started Galatians myself, like, two days ago, um, so I'm right there with you. But a uh, really simple method to doing this and so you guys can start this tomorrow. Like, I challenge you, start this tomorrow, on Sunday, beginning of the week. You say, all right, I'm picking a book of the Bible. I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to read through this whole thing in one sitting. For those little books, that's like 15 minutes right there. They're not very long. 
So you say, I'm going to read through this whole thing in one sitting. And you're not going to get tripped up. You know, there's going to be stuff that you don't understand. There's going to be stuff that's confusing. But you're just reading through it. You're going to write down, man, what am I learning? What are questions that I have? Really simple. And then the next day, you're going to wake up on Monday, and you're going to do the exact same thing. You're going to read through the whole book. And you're going to do that all next week. And then the next week, you're going to go to the beginning of that book. I'm doing this right now with Galatians. And you're going to take that first paragraph. And you're just going to read that first paragraph. And you're going to read it. You're going to spend some time thinking about it, asking questions, writing stuff down, figuring out, man, like, what does this say about God? What does this say about me? Like, maybe there's something in here that, like, it's commanding me to do that I should be thinking about doing. And you just go through that. And then the next day, you go through that same paragraph again. You spend all week on that first paragraph. Because the idea here is that you're not in any rush. Like, if your plan is, hey, I want to study the Bible for the rest of my life, you're not in any rush, all right? You can take your time. I just got done studying the book of Daniel recently. That took, like, a year and a half, all right? Going through it, like, paragraph by paragraph, sometimes verse by verse. And it's no big deal because I'm thinking, man, I'm going to be studying the Bible for the rest of my life, so I don't have to worry about missing out on anything because I'll get to it, like, in 20 years. Like, no big deal, you know? And so we don't want to think about, like, oh, I'm rushing through this. We're just taking our time, paragraph by paragraph. And if you guys walk through whole books of the Bible, like, if you've never done that, that right there will just blow your mind. Like, that will change so much because you're going to get to see, okay, when Paul is writing to the Corinthians, he says stuff, like, in the first chapter that he brings up later in, like, the 12th chapter. And you get to see, okay, like, there's, there's a whole thing going on here. And you start to get that gears turning. You start to see, okay, what is this big story? So yeah, you're reading all the Bible all the time, and you're reading one book slowly at a time. So then this is the last point right here. Then you're going to go and you're going to meditate on what you're reading. And so what this means is you're going to go, and you're going to get in a dark room with some candles and essential oils. <laughs> no, so meditate, it just means you're going to sit there and you're going to think about whatever it is that you were reading. So for a lot of people, it works out best to like start reading in the morning. If you're a morning person, that's awesome. That's where you got time. You just go, and the rest of your day, you're thinking about it. Like, that word meditate literally kind of means, like, chew on it. Um, you're thinking, man, you know, so that thing that I was reading, like, said, you know, love is patient. You know, well, I love my family, but, you know, I'm getting really annoyed. Maybe I can be patient. And you're just kind of thinking about that stuff. And, like, this really is kind of where the magic happens. Because this is where you get to see God sovereignly teaching you the Bible through your life. Because you're getting to see, man, like these things that I'm reading in the Bible actually mean something for how I live every single day. And like you get to see those intersection points. And again, like if you've never seen that, if you've never done that, again, you just put in the work and this will radically change your life. If you think that the Bible is this boring book, it quickly becomes not boring when you read something at seven in the morning that all of a sudden directly applies and tells you how to deal with a situation at two that same day. And I can't even tell you how many times that's happened to me. I bet you can talk to your youth pastors and it's been the same thing. So yeah, you're reading all the Bible all the time. You're studying one book slowly and then you're meditating on what you're reading. Really simple. That's all it is right there. That's something you can do. That's something you can start tomorrow. You can look at your friends that are sitting next to you and you say, hey, we're going to do this together. Like every day we're going to send each other a picture of our Bible and we say, hey, have you read today? Say, no, I haven't. Oh, you should read today. Really, really easy. Hold each other accountable. So yeah, you put that all together, that's like 30 minutes in the morning, reading your daily reading for the day on your yearly plan, and then studying through for about 15 minutes of that one book. 
everybody in this room can carve out 30 minutes every day. I really, I really believe in you guys. Um, so just a couple things. There's going to be things that you run into in the Bible that are difficult to understand. That's true. Uh, but some of the best advice that I ever got with this is that like 95% of the Bible, if you put in just a little bit of work to understand it, like you can get it. You can understand what's going on. Um, and if you just go and you live out that 95%, that 5% that like really is really difficult, like that'll fall into place. Like you don't need to worry about it. Don't get tripped up. Like it's the same thing. Like it's just saying like, man, we're slowly day by day growing to be more like Jesus. We're not in a rush. We're just saying, hey, whatever God has given us today to do, to put in the practice that I understand where I'm at, that's what I'm going to do. And we're going to work it out day by day. That's the mindset, slow and steady progress. Does that sound like something you guys can do? I think so. I think y'all can do it. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to pray for us, and then we can head on and get some lunch. Sound good? Sweet. Thanks for listening. We hope this has encouraged you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to give us a rating and review. And for more Snowbird content, check out our other podcast, No Sanity Required.